Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Inside Purple and Gold. Let's talk about void years. Let's talk about the contract gymnastics that the Vikings have been doing, that Quasi Adolfa has been doing this offseason. And let's talk about what that potentially means moving forward. So void years. What are void years? Void years are really what they are. They're another layer in the NFL salary cap that literally should take a PhD to fully understand, to fully grasp. Um, there are so many ins and outs of the salary cap um, that people have to navigate, that, that people way smarter than me and Tom have to navigate um, in order to you know, function and build a roster and, and keep everything compliant with, with the massive, massive cap. Rob Brzezinski, as, as me and Tom have talked about on this podcast many times, he, he's a genius when it comes to this stuff. He knows how to kind of manipulate the cap, move things around, shift money to from this year to next year to years beyond that. Um, and that kind of gives Vikings or the Vikings like a chance to on a week to or on a year to year basis, get under the cap and, and, and worry about things next year. Um, right now, with the way the Vikings were so far over the cap, at the beginning of this offseason, they are cap compliant now. Um, a lot of that has obviously been due to cutting Adam Thielen, cutting Eric Kendricks, restructuring Harrison Smith. Um, but a, 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 a large portion of getting under the cap too has been these void years that we talk about. And what void years are essentially are you're taking the money, you're taking the cap hit, and you're spreading it out over length that extends beyond the length of the actual contract. All right. What does that mean? All right. Kirk Cousins is under contract through the 2023 season he is that that is it he will once this season expires unless he signs an extension Kirk Cousins will be a free agent free to sign wherever he wants well Kirk Cousins massive cap hit this year when you add void years on to the end of it basically allow you to take that number I think it was something like insane like 46 million dollars and spread it from this year to next year and years beyond. I think the Vikings now have added three cap, three void years to Kirk Cousins' salary cap. Um, it, it really significantly decreased his his cap hit for this year. It increased his dead cap for next year when he won't be on the, the roster, which is kind of confusing. The Vikings will have to then deal with a dead cap hit when he is no longer actually under contract. Um, and then that will extend even two to three years further than that. So the Vikings could be paying Kirk Cousins or at least dealing with the cap implications of Kirk Cousins 
two, three, four years after he is even done playing for the team as a whole. That's what these void years are. And what they do is basically create cap flexibility in the short term. We've seen the Vikings do that with Kirk Cousins. That's the biggest thing that that's the biggest move that they've done to this point when it, when it comes to adding these void years onto the contract, um, it, it freed up a ton of cap space. Um, and it's something like Tom says about the credit card. They're going to have, there's going to be a reckoning down the road where, okay, you were able to save some money here, but now you're going to have to pay for that money later. Um, the cap number right now, for Kirk Cousins, you know, it went down from $36 million to $20 million. Next year, there will be a $28 million cap hit, regardless of if he's under contract because of, like I said, those void years. The Vikings have also done this with Byron Murphy. They've added, I think it was two years to two void years to his contract. And, and Josh Oliver, the tight end they just signed, they added some void years to his contract as well. All under the guise of saving money in the short term and figuring it out down the road. <clears throat> now, why would the Vikings continue to kick the can down the road? Uh, the most simple answer, which sometimes is the correct answer, is that they are trying to figure out how to make money work this season. They're saying, we will figure out the rest of this down the road. Right now, our most important objective is to get under the cap. And the Vikings have done that. They are technically under the cap now. Um, with some wiggle room down the road. Um, obviously, they're going to have to make some other moves um, to account for signing their draft picks, signing some veteran help. Um, but right now, as of March 22nd, the Vikings are cap compliant. That is one of the biggest reasons they did the void years with, with multiple contracts on the roster, Kirk Cousins, Byron Murphy, Josh Oliver. Um, I think there's a couple more as well um, that they've added void years to. But I also think that if you look a little deeper, you read between the lines, like why are they so comfortable pushing the money out? It's, I think it's because they don't anticipate paying a quarterback a lot of money down two, three years down the road. I think that also means that they could significantly consider a quarterback in the NFL draft coming up. What does that look like? See, I don't, I don't know. I don't think any of us truly know. I'm not even sure Kwesi Dopa Mensa knows. But if, if you are, just think logically, if you are taking money from this year, spreading it over not just next year, but the two or three years beyond that, you are almost accounting for the fact that you will be able to kind of do the cap gymnastics largely because of the rookie contract that the quarterback of the future will be under. No longer will you be eating a, you know, 16% of the cap hit with your quarterback, like Kirk Cousins, one of the biggest miss, you know, one of the, the biggest, I guess you would call it cheat codes with the cap in the NFL is having a good rookie quarterback who is still under his rookie contract, a young quarterback on his rookie contract. So you look at some of the teams that have won the Super Bowl in, in recent years, outside of Patrick Mahomes, a lot of these guys are still under their rookie contract, which allows them to kind of build the roster up from there. Um, then you have to pay that guy. And, and, and then you start to see some of the, the cap casualties that, that the, like the Vikings are obviously dealing with now, but I think the Vikings do these void years with some of these contracts because they're hoping that they hit on a rookie quarterback. They can keep him under rookie contract and, and, and kind of make the money work there and manipulate the, the cap from there. Who are the rookie quarterbacks in this draft? 
that the Vikings have a realistic chance at that remains to be seen. And a lot of that will dictate on how aggressive the Vikings want to be here at the end of next month. CJ Stroud looks like he's going to go number one to Carolina. We mentioned, obviously, when talking about it, Adam Thielen, that, that CJ Stroud or that, that the Carolina Panthers have traded up for the number one pick. Depends who you ask, but it sure seems like they they are really locking in on C.J. Stroud. There's a chance, I guess, that they've they've moved up because they've fallen in love with Anthony Richardson, obviously the quarterback out of Florida, who dominated at the NFL Combine, who has some question marks when it comes to actually throwing the ball, but you can't look at that guy and not think, wow, um, he is someone who has the potential to be one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in the league. And then there's Bryce Young out of Alabama, a guy who kind of continues to fly under the radar. And I only say that because we hear about CJ Stroud and how he shoot, how his pro day and, you know, it, it's something that, that, that people have to be at and how he was, you know, dominant throwing the football at, at the scouting combine. Um, you hear about Anthony Richardson and the athletic numbers that he put up and you can't, like I just said, you can't help but look at him and not think he could be one of the best quarterbacks in the league if he puts it all together. You don't hear a lot of Bryce Young, even though he might be the most accurate of, of the three. Um, people want to talk about his height, but that guy has re- proven to be a winner at every single level. Um, he's flying under the radar as much as you can when it sounds like you'll probably go number two overall. But it just seems like hearing C.J. Stroud being talked about, it's hearing Anthony Richardson being talked about. Those are the guys that are being mentioned um, in, in, in the breath of the Carolina Panthers, when you when you talk about the number one pick, it almost seems like Bryce Young um, is going to kind of be that guy who just falls to Houston at number two and, and, and they build around for, for the next decade. All that being said, I don't think the Vikings are in realistic contention for either of those three quarterbacks. So what does that mean uh, when you take into account the void years that they have give, put into a lot of their contracts on the current roster? perhaps with the idea that they will be acquiring a a young quarterback at some point in the draft. What does that mean? I think it means the Vikings could use some of their assets, whether it be Dalvin cook. He doesn't have a ton of value. Um, He's a, he's a running back that can't really stay healthy um, with a large cap hit. 